Okay. So. I'm ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Episode That's five. Turn your phone off. Sorry. <laughs> Get that bad off there now. Let me put it on do not disturb mode. Do not disturb. She's causing a nuisance already. We've only been here 10 minutes. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. <laughs> okay. We're on episode five. Hi, mum. You're think. all right. Yeah. We're <laughs> Sorry, it's gone. It's off. So yeah, last episode was on the reverse dieting. Mm. We've done all that, haven't we? Yes, that was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, it was good. Well, we hope you liked it too. <laughs> People. <Hopefully. laughs> I feel like there was some good... Uh, some good kind of topics in Nuggets. Some good little nuggets in there for people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, this, I think this year actually is probably the best, most successful reversing year I've had with people. That's good. Yeah, because obviously since we was last year, everyone was just starting the reverses yeah. in a little bit. Now we're like, what, five weeks since the last show? About something yeah. like that, innit? Don't you think it feels like so much longer though? Like when people ask me how long post show it's been, I'm like, yeah. And I, I, I think it's like four months or something. <laughs> In my head, I'm like full off season now. I know what you now. mean. I just like don't know where I am for the last few weeks. I'm just getting my marbles back after you've all beaten me to death. Do you feel chilled now? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I break yeah. off. Yeah, you've got a good long break. Yes, I break off for about 10 days for Christmas. Yeah, that'll be really so, nice. So I'm buzzing. Everyone's set. Everyone knows what they're doing. Everyone who's starting prep on the 27th has got the plans. Everyone's booming. Uh, I've got a couple of check-ins over Christmas. I think like yeah. three, I think it is. People are already on prep for April. Yes, yeah. Obviously, they're on prep, so I've got three check-ins. So I've got to make sure I don't drink before the night like that. <laughs> no hungover check-in days. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's checking in on the same day then. <clears> so, yeah, we're good. And then you're chilling. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm chilling for Christmas. Um, thank God. <laughs> Time off. <laughs> yeah. I had some drinks the other night. I had I had my uh, sister and a, a boyfriend over for, some, for like a games night, mm. and I had some drinks. And you know, when you're at home and you're like, oh, I'll just have like a nice gin or whatever. So I'm not like a massive drinker, but sometimes I'll have like the odd drink. And if, you know, when I go out for dinner, I'll have like a glass of wine or something. Um, and I was like, yeah, well, I'll have a drink. And then you get a bit carried away, don't you? With you, yeah, you just sat there on your sofa at home, and you're like, oh yeah, I'll have a nice drink. And then we'll like, do you want another gin? I'm like, oh, yeah, go oh, on I then. Feel so relaxed. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm so chilled. I'm so, I'm so lifestyle now. But then. We've got no way of measuring for the gin, so we were just whacking it in the yeah, yeah, in the, yeah. in the gin glass, and then we got some Baileys as well. <clears throat> so we're like, oh, let's have some like Baileys for dessert. I was so hungover the next day. I bet you was, yeah. I had I had a headache for about three days. I think that's why I had a bit of a mini meltdown as well the other day because um, maybe yeah, maybe the depression, yeah, the alcohol. Yeah, so that was fun. It's depressing, isn't it? When it, it's a depressor and alcohol's a depressor. That's what they say. But people used to say that, and I used to think, well, I feel real good when I get yeah. pissed. But then when you get a bit older, you're like, actually, this makes me feel depressed. Yeah, you know what? When I used to drink at uni, I was I was out a lot drinking, like multiple times a week, and I was absolutely fine the whole time. I was going to say, was you one of the women that cries at the end of the night? You no, see was, all the I women crying, don't you? And I was thinking, why are they crying for? <laughs> it's because they're depressed. That's fine. But when that I was 18, 19, and now I'm. Not 18 and no. it, I can't drink anymore, Age undisclosed. Not 18, 19. Yeah. Hold on. But Questions? We're going to do a Q&A. <clears throat> we've, had a few, we've had quite a few questions on quite a few different topics. So we've got a few different ones to go through. So we'll broach some topics. Broach some topics. Oh. Is that a thing, broach? I thought you said, all right, bro, topics. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> It'd have been better if you just went, yeah, bro. <laughs> what? 
So, um, some of them are some of them aren't questions. Some of them are like general topics. <laughs> some of them were just statements. <laughs> I read some of them. Well, that's a statement. That's not a question. Some of them are like whole topics that probably need a whole podcast. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I'll just go through them in the in the order, and then we can pick and choose. Yeah, we'll just talk some about some reverse diet and into off season statement. Statement. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that statement. Next statement, please. <laughs> Opinion. I don't know. I don't know where you want to go. Reverse dining into off season. Well, I suppose we covered a lot of that on the last one, yeah. though. Before, yeah. How we, how we move across into that? Um, I feel like they kind of blend together. It's kind of the same. Yeah. Thing. I've got kind of my own way. I kind of blend them. Blend them together. Now it's like finish competing. Um, make the big the big the calories up. Big them up. Get them up straight out the gate. Don't want them leaving their calories down. Get them bigged up. <laughs> Quite a big jump straight out of the gate yeah. generally with the calories because people are starving and they're yeah. they're in bottomless pit when they come out of competing. Yeah, as you know, it just, it just there's no filling them up generally. So I put the clean calories quite high from the calories that they're already eating. Let that bump into week mm. one. Do a check in after that. Probably bump them up a little bit again because they're still starving. Between week one and three is usually the hardest, isn't it? We, the yeah. first week after the show, they've had a bit of off-plan meal. They're getting back onto yeah. it. They've had a few days off. They're getting back on the plan. Week what Between week one and three is where all the tough stuff is. Yeah. So the food's big there. They eat that. We'll jump straight into week two. Usually jump that up a little bit again. Um, I usually leave off-plan meals out officially until <laughs> meal three. Officially. People still do it, but I'm not going to write it onto the plan because it's generally yeah. a bad idea because they get a taste for something they can't stop yeah. eating. So I just try and... See if they can survive until week three, basically. I didn't survive until week uh, three. No, but you're, you're quite experienced at it as well, so you was kind of all right. It didn't send you off on a mad one for months no, on end, no, as no. it can do. So <clears> I usually <throat> try and get them to survive until week three, but the food's a lot until week three. And then we'll get to week three, put off plan meals back in, and give them some at that weekend. We'll roll into the next week, and then the calories are usually really, really high. Body weight's been coming up fairly progressively. Everybody's different how that comes up. Then swap out some of the calories that are in the diet for some freedom calories. Yeah. So, because I don't put them in too early, because obviously if they start eating chocolates, yeah. we send them on a mad there's, one there's while no they're still starving. So, usually by the time we get into week, between week three and four, we can take some food out of the plan that's already in there. So, just nip some bits out of oats, chocolate, things that I've like really yeah. overly done to calm the hunger down. Um, and then switch the free calories in after that. So, then by the time we get to week four, they've got off plan meals in there, food's quite high. Um, Excuse me. Free calories are in there and they're ready to go into the off-season. If the weight is still bouncing up too quickly at that point, once their appetite's died off a bit, and they've start, yeah. you usually get that point, and you'll get this when you get clients checking in three or four. They always get that, the food focus has died off now, Dan, and I'm yeah. waiting for that. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. usually week three or four, the way I've done it, it usually is. Um, and then I can go, right, the weight's still going up too quickly now. You we'll can pull, pull I can pull the food back a bit right. and they'll be all right. They've got free calories. They've got their off-plan meal. The, f- the food focus is died yeah. down. Let's pull it back, right? Then <clears> we can chill. Then we're looking at doing blood work, usually between four and six weeks post-show. It's landed a bit funky, that one, for everyone this year. Because it's Christmas. Because it's Christmas, yeah. yeah. So when everyone should have been doing the bloods is around about Christmas yeah. time. So we've just said, like, we'll wait till New Year, generally. So a couple yeah. more weeks. There's no point in doing it too early. We'll do it a couple of weeks later. Let everybody settle off. If they've been using certain drugs or whatever, if people have been using, like, thyroid replacement bits and pieces, Obviously, we've got to wait for them to get off that. I'll usually leave that in until the appetite's calm and everything as well. Because again, double-edged sword, bring that out too early. Metabolism might be a bit shot because they've been using drugs. They then start might going on mad binges and stuff like that. And like you're trying to fight too many yeah. battles at once. So I'll usually leave the thyroid stuff in it if people have been using it. Not everybody uses that um, until 
<clears throat> four or five weeks post show, whatever, till everything's calm. Get that out. Wait four to six weeks, then do the bloods. That's the general protocol Plan. into the off season. Any yeah. other things that people have been using, if they've been using anything, um, any steroids, if they've been using Anavar or anything like that, or Clembuterol for fat burners. Um, and that's generally, that's the full arsenal, to be fair. That's generally everything. That all comes out the, the day the show's done. Yeah. That's gone the day of the show. Um, it's only the thyroid that I would keep in for yeah. a few weeks. And then obviously wait till things <clears> are regulated, <throat> then do blood work after that. And then before you know it, you're in the off-season. Swimming. And that's it, yeah. Training, training-wise. Um, you've generally been running a reduced volume program leading into the show because you can't recover from a full volume. Yeah. Leave that in after the show for a few weeks. Leave a few reps in reserve for a few weeks. Gently push back up into full volume with reps in reserve until we get to usually about week four. And then we can kind of buff into the yeah. off-season. If we go too soon with that, even though you feel like you're good for it, yeah, yeah, you're not good for it. You've just been fucking yeah. battered for months on end. So... I'll leave that till about four weeks. And that's a general, <clears throat> general outline of how that'll do into the show, out the show, into the off-season. Yeah. Then we'll lead in a way. So if the reverse goes well, which for the majority of people, it has been going really well now. Don't get too many of the ones that go on mad ones anymore. You see them every now and again, but not yeah. that often. Because I feel like I've mastered the best way to yeah, do yeah. it for my clients and not seeing a really down downfall. Um, and then the body fat's usually however many kilos up. And then they've got a good runway into the off-season then. Yeah. Like I said before, if they do knack it, they've, <clears throat> they've got to own that. Yeah. They've knacked it. They're, yeah. They're carrying a lot of extra fat and we've got to carry on pushing until it's time to cut because yeah. that ain't coming anytime soon. Yeah. It's basically like a, rec- a recovery period, isn't it? Where you're like just getting yourself, getting your hunger down, yeah. getting everything nice and settled. Yeah. And get then a bit of body just... fat back on, get your hunger down. Obviously, yeah. then you've got to look, get, when you get your blood work done, you're looking at your lady hormones, see where they're all at, seeing how much recovery that is. But in general, like that's a time thing anyway. If they, if they are still a bit out of whack, yeah. it's a time thing. You've just got to kind of wait for that. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, really. It's nice and easy, really, isn't it, that one? Yeah, it took me just a decade to master that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. Reverse tightening oh, got invented till three years ago. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, yeah. Everyone's just... Uh, everyone, it's all over the place everywhere at the minute, isn't it, with the reverse tightening? Yeah, it's, I think it's such a... Um, <clears throat> it's a scary thing for people to go through. It's a thing that if it goes wrong, it can really make you feel crap for quite a long period of time. Yeah. So I think just getting it right. Um, and like I say, that's a general outline of what I'll do. Everybody's a little bit different. Everybody comes up at different rates. Everybody needs um, tailoring different things into where they're thinking and all the rest of it. Are you all right? <laughs> it's cold now. Is it? <laughs> no. oh, I've left it for too long. Um, but yeah, that would be a general good outline of how to bring somebody out of a show. And it works. Um, incredibly well I've had quite a lot of off um, off timers first timers yeah this year and they've all done really really well oh that's really good yeah so yeah I feel like a lot of first timers are a bit scared of like because there's so much out there now a lot of people are like petrified of like doing it wrong or messing it up or whatever yeah and they overthink it a lot as well and I'm like look it's whatever way it goes you've done all right as long as you've not just fucked off for six weeks and just gone on a mad one and eating takeaway every day yeah then you'll be all right we'll be all right Yeah, so that's that pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, that's how we it's, transition. It's basically the same the same process, but you're just recovering for the first like four weeks and getting yeah, food Yeah, kind of going back and then just jumping back in. Like some yeah. people will be like, they'll go mad or they'll want a new training plan <clears throat> straight away. That's something I don't generally do unless someone's really, yeah. really mentally burned out yeah. from the training plan. Um, cost they get too excited and, yeah. and they jump. We, we spoke about this, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, they get too excited and they're like, go in and then yeah. they're spending even longer recovering because they've just jumped in too quickly. Yeah. So I'll usually hold off with that. Um, 
HR <laughs> left myself because I had a lot of them people competing at the Worlds. Yeah. I'd left myself short like an idiot and I was ended up having to write about eight training plans <laughs> the other day. I'd done a bunch of them. And, I had to, and you know how long they take as well. Yeah. I was like, shit, this is a long day, this. Yeah. So I think I spent most of last Sunday writing up training plans. <clears throat> oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's easy, isn't it? Like when you post show, because you're really motivated and excited and you're like, yeah, back to the gym. And then you like go in and you want to like really... Yeah, because you've got you a little bit of really glucose in your it. system. You're like, I've got loads of energy. Yeah. <laughs> you and then you're like, you haven't, trust me, you haven't. Yeah, and mentally you're fine. Like I was doing this post show and I'd like have some days. I'm like, oh, I feel great. Like I'll just go on a nice walk and then I'd get halfway around oh. the walk and literally feel like I was going to pass out. And I was like, well, I need food. I'm going to I'm gonna die. <laughs> I thought I was all right, but I'm not all right. <laughs> and it like, like hits you a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Jump in the dog pram. It will push you on. <laughs> Actually, you know, when we, we used to have one of those little dog, those little dog hammock things. Oh, do you, you have know, the hammocks? Well, well, we did, because people think sausage dogs can't walk very far, right? But they can. So they're actually, their legs are the same size. No, not the legs. They're, <laughs> sorry. The lungs. <laughs> what am I trying to say? I don't know. No, the, they can walk quite far. Really? Yeah, I don't know what I was trying to say then. Yeah. Um, but they, the dogs can walk as far as any other dogs, but we got one of these little hammocks for it so they can like sit in it if yeah. they get tired. We had a pram. My last dog before he died, bless him. Rest in peace, Dave. He was mega fat and he could not walk farther than f- across this room. He was a pug, an old mm-hmm. pug. Um, so we just got him a pram. That's we used really to, cute. We used to push him around. We had the pram from the bulldog before that because they don't walk very far. Oh. Either, and she kept stopping us, so... I ended up, I've got a video somewhere, we took Daphne, my daughter, on park a few years back and it was hot, I think it was in the summer as well, we had the bulldog and the pug, it was when she was a baby. Yeah. And I ended up having to get her out of the pram and put the dogs in the (laughs) pram and I was carrying the baby around the park because they won't get out and we was having to push them in a proper child's pram and we was crossing the zebra crossing and all the cars were just laughing at us, it was on lockdown actually. So there was a little dog in a pram? Yeah, and there was a bulldog just like... In the pram. Yeah, that was a good day. Oh, God. Yeah, how's it? That's all good now, to be fair. Um, this question kind of links in, actually. Um, off-season progression to control body weight and training. Well, this isn't a question, it's a statement. Again. Another statement. They must, Guys, have run out of, um, must have run out of figures. That's why they couldn't put no question mark on there. Off-season progression to control body weight and training to really add muscle mass optimally, I think that's meant to say. Control body weight. I think I think that what this question means is how to not get too fat. Yeah, too basically quick. how to not get fat, but to add enough muscle. So you go. So I think with this, obviously you, you want to be in a surplus, don't you? Like ideally, you want your calories as high. You basically want your calories as high as you can to make sure you're able to get in the gym. You're able to train hard. You can recover well. You're mm-hmm. not hungry. Yeah everything's good basically digestion's good sleep's good yeah without it being to excess to the point where you're gaining like kilos and kilos a week because obviously then you get like what six or eight weeks in and you're like super fat (laughs) super fat you can't breathe you've got to do a cut and you might as well just yeah yeah because you need to rinse and repeat your off season for quite a long time yeah just about dragging it out i think the thing is with like i mean you'll obviously you'll know what we do the off season because we've been doing it for years now haven't we so it's probably i'm assuming you do a similar type of thing with your clients, I'm mm. assuming. Um, just taking it slow. Yeah. Just take it slow with the food. That's all it is. Like, there's no, this, and this is why off seasons sometimes need a bit longer. Um, because, like, I think what people don't realize is you, you can creep yourself so far into a surplus without 
jumping up body fat too quickly. Like you don't even realize how far of a surplus you're into. You're not just because you're not gaining weight. Don't mean to say you're only 200 calories above your maintenance. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why some of the jumps into prep where you drop the food out quite quick have to be a little bit. Oh, that was quite a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To actually get things <clears> moving, um, because you've done it so slowly. So if you are adding 50 calories a week, 100 yeah. calories every couple of weeks, like that might seem like knack all when you're knocking your plan up, but over the months and months and months and months, you're getting your calories up and yeah. up and up and up and your body's adapting to taking <clears> it on board. It's not thinking, oh shoot, I need to store this yeah. fat because there's too much energy coming in. Um, it'll it'll take it there. And that's why you can get yeah. up to these three, three and a half, four thousand calorie off seasons still in relative composition. And people ask me like that. They're like, how do you have them still looking all right and they're eating so much? Just time. It just yeah. takes time. Yeah. And then when you get to that certain point, it starts to look a bit much or the digestion starts to get a bit knacked or they're feeling a bit sluggish and everything. You, you know, you just all them indicators start to yeah. come when you've just had enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then it's just oof, pull it down quite sharply, take a bunch of body fat off over six weeks or whatever, um, sometimes eight maybe, um, get some shit off. And then poof, start going again. Yeah. And that's how you kind of rinse and repeat it. Yeah. Um, so you're not getting too much body fat. And that's why coming out the reverse thing is important because otherwise your fat's up quite high. You've yeah. got to go for ages with that little building process that we just spoke about, even though you're already fat. Yeah. And then the cut that you've got to do is actually quite long to get back to a decent point to then restart doing all them little steps again back up. And that's yeah. why people are dead keen on the reverse, not just um for a mental last point of from going from shredded to like fat um it's also important because you've that's where the time wasting thing yeah. comes in so that's where you end up wasting some of your off season because you've messed up that beginning bit yeah, yeah. um but it kind of is what it is sometimes with that as well but yeah, yeah that's that's how i get everyone through the off seasons anyway um yeah just take it steady just take it steady and some people do some people do sit at higher body fat like we, we had this chat the other day and we were talking yeah, about some it. people just stay quite lean don't they even when like all the time and yeah some, and i guess some people like mentally like are very very rigid with their off season like li not their off season well i guess their off season as well but like the reverse in their off season they're like on it to an absolute mm. t whereas i guess some people are a bit more flexible so things come up a little bit quicker yeah possibly a little bit quicker and i think often usually when they've been fatter when they've been younger I'm trying to think of a polite word for fatter but you know what i mean yeah they've been heavier yeah. when they've been younger so if they've been like a bit of a fatter person and then they've got into bodybuilding i always found them girls when you try and push them up the weight it just, it just wants right, to jump yeah. up quicker because they think because it's been there before <clears> and the, the cells are there and everything like that it'll just it'll just yeah. come up you know what i mean so i find that a lot and oh, you'll do a mini cut with somebody to take it off to start taking steps slowly and then it'll come back on quite quickly again. Yeah. And the rest of yeah, it. Okay, and then, yeah. So you've just got to kind of take that into account. If you've got one of them clients that sits super high, you're going to have to do a long prep. Yeah. And there's not much you can do about it. Because I mean, they're not, the far, the few and far between, there's not loads of them, do you know what I mean? But you've kind of got to take that into account. And then you've got to say, right, we're going to have to do like a 30 week prep with a break. A three year prep for you. Yeah. <laughs> a decade prep. <laughs> But like a longer God. prep for like where you'll just have a break in the middle. So you're not having to get yeah. the chance to come back up again. You're just pulling back up to kind of maintenance and allowing it to sit and maybe mm. try and creep it slightly, but basically just letting the body reset itself before you start coming in again. Because yes. as you know, if you're just going deficit, 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 it's going to break down at some point. Or you're going to run out of calories to pull <laughs> or cardio to give or whatever it is. You're going to yeah. run out of tools at yeah, you. Yeah. So that would be how to plan them people. But yeah, in general, I get that comment quite a lot actually. Like you keep them quite well in the off season to be fair. It's just planning, planning, yeah. mapping it out. 
knowing when your next show is going to be, knowing when you're going to roughly, roughly take your breaks and mini cuts and this and that and all the rest of it, have that pegged out. And obviously that can be flexible as well. Like if you like get to a certain point and you've not got that fat and you're still starving or you've still got a good appetite, yeah. like you don't have to take that mini cut if it's mm. not there yet. Yeah. But yeah. you've just got to maybe take into consideration that if you do start prepping six months, have we got six months of this left? Yeah. Is it worth just taking one anyway just so we can reset and go again? And yeah, like just that? so and you're not starting prepping, you've got like loads and loads of weight. Yeah, to too much because you didn't take it. Or you're trying to do a mini cut too close to the beginning of the prep or yeah. you're then having to extend the prep to a longer prep because mm. do you get what I mean? So it's yeah. just kind of marking that out so what's best for the client and, and what have you. Yeah. Um, that sums it up. Yeah, I think that does sum it up, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like that was very in-depth. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, I think what helps with that, you know, as well, <laughs> is I, I never used to do this before I was working with you. In, in my, I didn't really have an off-season, but when I wasn't dieting, I was like, yeah, no diet. I would just, like, eat whatever I wanted, basically, <laughs> every day. You're not. <laughs> yeah, I was either dieting and, like, following a plan and kind of hitting everything, or I was like... I'll just eat what I fancy just today. Like there was, person, yeah, yeah, there was like no structure. So I think, you know, when you've structured it and you've got like your meal timings and you've got kind of the same meals that you eat it. And yeah. I feel like that keeps everything in like a Yeah, I think that's optimal. Well. And going back to like, we probably spoke about before, like we do the free calories thing. I love that. That's yeah. the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's what they all say, yeah. <laughs> so you've got your meal plan and then you've got your free calories on top of it. So you yeah. never really feel like, you know, you shouldn't be feeling like you're dieting in the off season. Yeah. You shouldn't be. I had a, I had a conversation with somebody the other day, Carl, and there was like, I just feel like I'm in prep, but I'm in my off season. There was like, having to fill out all the Google sheets where there was like, getting weighed every day, filling right. in the mood every day, filling in the what, like bam, 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 yeah. bam, like all this. I don't want people to feel like that in the yeah. off season. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I don't really want them to feel like that in prep, to be honest. <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's good at all, but um, that's a different kind of worms. But like the off season, like you're not going to see long as a bodybuilder if you're doing that. Yeah. You I are think, going to burn yeah. out in a year or two, you're going to burn yeah. out. And it might be like, yeah, I'm doing it next level because I'm doing this and that and I need this and that. You're just going to burn out, man. It doesn't need yeah. to be like that, I promise. It doesn't I think it like kind of looks like that, though, sometimes from the, you know, when you see some people and it's like everything's being hit bang on all the time and it's like with with bodybuilding, obviously it takes time to, it takes time to build the muscle yeah, yeah. and get good as a bodybuilder. So surely it's a little bit better being maybe like 80%, 85% all the time. Yeah. Or in, just, or just fa- um, function it, function it in, function it in, factor it, in. factor it in. Yeah, I'll just factor it in, like we yeah. just said. Like if eighty percent of your diet's from clean food, yeah, then put the calories on the twenty percent, so they've got a limit, so you're still within your gauge. Yeah, yeah. But you can have whatever you want. So if you want to have a packet of what's it, have a packet of what's it. If you want to have an apple, have an apple. Yeah. Not like there won't be an apple in your plan, but I because <laughs> I always say when I'm setting people up, I say the same example. <laughs> I say if you want to have it through. Space Raiders and Twixes, you can have yeah. it through Space Raiders and Twixes. If you want to have it through apples and oranges, yeah. you can have it apples. I don't care. Just make sure that amount of calories is right and the meal plans yes, hit. Yeah. Um, and you get people that have come to, I get, I've, got, I've had a few new clients in the last month that have come and like they've told me where the calories is at and it can't have been because as soon as I've put them on that, it, they've started dropping. Right. Because they must have been eating out. Well, they actually, well, they said to me a couple of matches that I was eating outside mm. the plan with my yeah. health coach. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, You'd lose your head there, wouldn't you? You know, if you were like in off season <clears throat> and all you were eating was like chicken and potatoes. Yeah, fuck that. I'd, I said like... I'd go mad. I'll say like, if you want, go to your Nana's house and she offers you a biscuit. You've got to be able to have a yeah. biscuit. Like, that's important, you know what I mean? Yeah, like when, you're not, when you've said no to so many yeah. meals and how foods. Gonna, how are you going to go there? Like off season to fuck like this. And sit in Nana's house <laughs> and she goes, do you want a rich tea, Daniel? And you're like, no, oh, I'm a bodybuilder. <laughs> I can't have a rich tea biscuit. I thought you was in your bulking phase. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
to the, to the milligram. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're not going to do that, are you? <laughs> or you shouldn't be doing that anyway. You shouldn't be doing that. I based all that um, when I built all that free calories thing. Um, when I started doing it a few years ago, I don't know if anyone else was doing it. I'd not seen anybody doing it until no. I started doing it. And it was actually just based off how I used to bodybuild when I was bodybuilding. So right, in the yeah. off season, I, I don't know if I said this before on one of these podcasts or not, but I used to have all mm. my meals with me all the time at work. Yeah. I worked on building site anyway. So I had all my meals with me. And then I just ate what I fucking wanted outside that. Yeah. And that's the way the old school did it anyways. Do you know what I mean? The one none of that how it is now. It wasn't like it yeah. is. You just I made sure I had all my tatties, rice, chicken, oats, blah, 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 all the stuff yeah. that I was meant to eat. Then if I went to shop on my break time or whatever, I'd have a pepperami, man. I want a pepperami. I'm having a pepperami. Do you know what I mean? Or if I want to have a Twix, I'm having yeah. a Twix. And that's how I yeah. did my offices. And then as soon as I started <clears> prep, obviously just cut all that shit out yeah. and just had my meal plan that I had to start with. And guess what? You just lost him weight, yeah, like magic. So that's what I do with all my clients now, but under a controlled manner. Yeah, because that works quite well because it gives people like a cap as to like, you know, you can have some chocolate or whatever. Yeah, but this is how but don't eat a full pack like... of biscuits every night. Do you know what I mean? Because you, do yeah. you know what I mean? Or oh, this or that or whatever. So it gives them from freedom, and then they can do yeah. this and that. And then you're still getting like all the stuff you need, like your protein, your veg, whatever. You're still hitting everything from like a you get all the building training blocks. and like yeah. performance perspective. But then you've got like. A bit what you fancy on yeah. the side. Yeah, all the good stuff to build yeah. and grow and energize and all the rest of it and health. And it's nice to just be able to go out and like, you know, you know when you go out and you get a nice coffee? That's what I'm saying. And like you have like your cappuccino with your little chocolate That's my version of pepperami. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of an animal. Pepperami. Oh, gosh, no. I'd rather have my cappuccino. And then you get the little biscuit on the side. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, can have, you can have all that stuff. You shouldn't be having to restrict yourself from that in yeah. the off season. Or the thing is, if it's not on your plan... Or you've got a coach or not, and then you're checking in, and you're obviously they're not going to mention it. No. They're not going to say, "Oh, I had this and that this week." The people don't. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They just what. So then the coach is not knowing what. Yeah. It's just it just keeps communication open, and then they'll yeah. tell me. And like I do like to think the majority of my clients are very honest. Do you know, yeah. what I mean? they'll tell me if they've knacked something up, and yeah. And that's excuse me because I give them that, yeah. and then you they know when it comes to prep. Bosh, it's all yeah. gone. But yeah. they're all right because they've had it all year. Yeah. Big cheat meal every week, a couple of thousand calories, that's always on there. Yeah. Some people who are really pushing up will sometimes have two a week. It's oh a bit, God, I hate mine yesterday. It's a little bit rare. <laughs> it's a little bit rare, but I do have some of them having to do it to try and get the weight up. Um, I had all my free calories last year on banana bread because my mum kept making homemade <laughs> I banana thought bread. I bananas then. <laughs> I had 600 colours of bananas. Mm. No, um, I, had, I was literally eating banana bread every I day and it was the best thing ever. last time, yeah. I think it was on lockdown when she was making yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. everyone was bashing out banana breads, weren't they, in lockdown. Everyone was like everyone going was, mad on the everyone bacon. Everyone was a bacon, yeah. yeah. I and I was just smashing banana bread every day. <laughs> Sounds all right, though. It worked. It's great. Oh, yeah, so. That was um, the, what was that off? It'll keep uh, how to grow in the off season. That was That's how to do it good and just take it slow. Just take it super slow. Yeah, to control body weight and training. To really add muscle mass. Yeah. Eat within your plan. Yeah. And, and Eat, go slow. Follow your plan. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. Was the thing. training section to it? Was this I think it was just to opt. I think it was basically saying, how do you do that without getting fat and optimize your training? Ah, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that will optimize your training. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, then you've got your good pre and post workout meal in there and everything yeah. like that. Swipe. Oh. You're on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> She's on Tinder. <laughs> She's not really. Stop God. looking. <laughs> there are people on there looking for you now. <laughs> oh the good old days <laughs> what are your current plans oh <laughs> don't me know. don't know it just Man, went on I'm there. Just doing podcast this afternoon <laughs> what about you <laughs> your current that's... plans it? we'll do both our current plans <clears throat> yeah let's do let's do both current plans mine will be less bodybuilding related although it will be bodybuilding related you can talk about your new uh, training stuff yes that rehab is going yeah. very well i've been with the dude for 
two weeks now and I'm already noticing like... Big, Do you feel more made up? Yeah, big differences already. He's got me doing things that... He's got me doing mad shit, to be what, fair. What sort of stuff have you been doing? So, basically... I'm intrigued. Basically, my body was just fucked. It just didn't work. Like, there was loads of misfiring throughout the full body there was stuff switched off for years mm. that just and when i was so big i could just never get on top of any of this yeah. stuff once i'd fucked it it was kind of fucked now i'm smaller and all the rest of it i've stopped training for a little bit um it's been, been easy for to get in but um he's just putting everything back right so it's working so like my left my left glute didn't fire and i could, could have bollocks ever get it fired up properly which always caused me like little quad tears and stuff like that because it wasn't firing up through squats and blah 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 all my serratus, mainly through the left, was just like locked. So that didn't allow my shoulder right, mobility yeah. and things like this. And this is all stuff that he's <clears> up. <throat> it's kind of stuff that I'd picked up on myself, but not put the puzzle together all in one piece. And I've been to, I mean, as you know, I've got really good physio. Yeah. Uh, you've used him a lot of times. He's brilliant. Shout but, out David. So shout out to big David. But I've never had anyone in the gym to, yeah. to like, especially when because when you're bodybuilding training you haven't really got like the time to put into it like is and he's fucking been smoking me to be fair my fucking glutes and that are killing um he's got me doing all he's got me tied up to bands and doing this and that and one-legged squats and he got me with these bands wrapped around my freaking big toes doing them <laughs> remember them like um well you'll they still do them anyway you know them girls do them like crab walks up and down yeah. the track with a band around the knees like, and like, stuff like that yeah he's got that around my two big toes because that's they're not my feet aren't working properly, he's saying, so that that's straightening them out to be able to open up properly so that then my body will... Yeah. All, and in two weeks, honestly, I feel so much better. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I know, so I'm looking it's for... it's that quick. I know, I know. I'll start to work. Yeah, so in another couple of months. I'm that guy now in the gym that's like got a kettlebell like that and I'm walking up and down the track and trying... Like, you know yeah, that guy, yeah, yeah. that's me now. The functional trying, guy. Yeah, the functional guy trying yeah. to get things working again. So yeah. he's got me doing some magic, but I'm listening to him. Yeah. Um, he's clever. It's clever. It's so interesting. I find it so interesting. All that <clears throat> yeah, stuff. I don't know if I said to you last time, but he'd been over and trained with that. Um, have you seen that documentary? I think it's on Netflix or Prime. That um, West Side Barbell Club in America is where all like the strength athletes in America came no, from I've in like the eighties and nineties. And there was that Louis Simmons who ran it, and he's very clever. And he's started right. taking all the powerlifters on there, become all the best powerlifters in America. <clears throat> yeah, he'd been over to train with him, and that oh, and he's wow. just learned loads of stuff from him. Like, like it's mad. That would be cool though, because I guess you can learn stuff then and like um, yeah, apply it to like clients and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 100%. Really I mean, I learned loads from my own problems when I was competing and yeah. learning try to try and fix them and through David and other physios that I'd worked with and stuff like that. Some good some good lads. Um, and I've applied that a lot with like like yourself when I see yeah, when you first came to me, I was like, what you like the draw fuck? lines on it. Yeah, like <laughs> lines written all over your check in, it's like, what's this? Like, you need to sort this, 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 and this. And that was really helpful to me. Yeah. So I suppose this is going to become even more helpful yeah. now because you pick up on stuff through things like saying, oh, this is hurting, that's hurting, mm. this feels like this when I'm doing that. Because yeah. I've been through it, but now I'm going to know even more. I mean, there are people with bands tied around the toes and that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's going all right. Um, but what else am I up to? I think you're chilling. The, you've got you've got some time off. Yeah, I've got a little bit of time off. I obviously, it was absolutely manic leading into the World Championships and all that at the end of the season. December for me is getting my personality back to alive again because I was dead by the end of it, like I told yeah. you before. Um, all my emotions are just like completely frazzled <laughs> to death and I don't have any emotions left. And then I start feeling myself again in December. There. Then we've got January, February, March. Then the shows kick off again in April. Yeah. So that time of year for me... Um, I love my job, right? And I love the season and I get, and I buzz when everyone's competing. Like it is a massive buzz. I won't want to do it 12 months a year though. Them months to me, December, mm. January, February, March, I love them because it's like I'm not away at any shows on a weekend. Yeah. Um, 
there's not loads of like extra work volume from all the double check-ins and weekly check-ins and all like that. So I get a lot more time with like my daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just stuff like that is, and I can socialize a little bit more yeah. on my pal and stuff like that. Yeah. I saw you went out the other day. Yeah. Oh yeah. I went on the piss tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I went to, went to York when I went on the train, started at nine in the morning. Oh wow. Yeah. And finished at 11 Day-ish. at night. Uh, I was all right the next day. Oh, that's good. The key is Di Serrano. People won't listen oh. to me. Drink the Di Serrano, you don't get hangover. Did you just stick to your one drink? One, your one type of drink? Well, I was a little bit hangover because I was doing Sambucas a lot as well. Oh. I was celebrating, weren't I? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be let out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't drink for the year. No. I can't drink. I won't, well, I can drink, but I wouldn't want to because it affects the way you think, mm, doesn't it? And yeah. I need my brain to prep everyone yeah, 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 properly and to the best and that. So I don't go out and drink um, or drink at home or anything. But yeah, I went out. Um, got another property last week. Um, or the week before last week, yeah, last That's week exciting. I think. Yeah, I got another property that come that landed in my lap, and I wasn't even expecting that one. It was just a what one I'd been to see about nine months ago, or something like that. Someone just WhatsApped me and was like, "We're selling that now. If you want it." Oh I was wow! Like, uh, I wasn't planning <laughs> on, but all right, yeah, I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> so that started going through. The other one's nearly finished. That's ready to got tenants to go in probably early January. Um, and then this one will complete <laughs> probably about two weeks later. So I'll be off again. This this one needs a lot a lot of work to it. Like it's uh, smashing it. It'll be a back to brick again. Little, little side biz. Big, yeah. side, big side biz. Sad hustle in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep me occupied. Keep me occupied. All the spare time you've got now. Yeah. 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 Well, that, well that's the thing actually with this one. I've done all the others myself up to now. Um, but this one, I've got someone to quote me that is um, site manager. To oh, wow, that's cool. Project manager. I just thought, yeah. this last one's been neglected that much because of the British and the Welsh, because of when it landed. Yeah. I can't afford to leave houses just sat because I'm yeah, yeah. stomped down with other stuff, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've got project manager involved on that. Wow. And that just means he'll ring me every couple of days and say, this is happening, that's happening, this is happening, that's happening. I don't have to be there that much. I don't have to arrange any people. Yeah. He's going to do all that, so he'll just be my point <clears> of contact. So That's so cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. I liked doing that though, but it's this this season's just showed me. I yeah, can't, yeah. Unless it lands perfectly in like January, March, uh, January, February, March, or August, I've, I've not got the spare time to do it. <laughs> and then you, know you can mean? actually have some time off as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah to yeah. chill. Yeah, chill a little bit. Chill a little bit. Never chill too much. That's what I mean. When one thing stops, another thing yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah. We're saying stop. this, don't we? It's like we always have to have something like going on all the time. I know. It's like as soon as you finish one thing, it's like right, what's next? I know. And I'm also looking for other stuff. I nearly, I was nearly setting up um, another company the other last month, but we we decided not to go through with it. Which was, um, you know, when police recovery. So you know, when cars break down, yeah. things run out, and like the police come <clears> and pick them up. Um, I had an opportunity to look at with a guy that I knew that was doing that as a business but not for the police and um, he told me about this police contract that you could get so i was looking to that i was going and viewing land and pricing oh, up i wow. um, filling up because you've got to have these big like sheds with ramps in them and police you know for like the crime units and all that and you've got to have a big this bit is of land. so cool i know you've got to have a big bit of land that was like 200 cars and this and that yeah. so you could fit on it so they could store it and then people would come in it's like it's big business it's good business from what we're thinking i got in touch with the police i managed to get found someone to speak to somebody who was in charge of it and all like that when it all come down to it, it's like they just were saying that we can't guarantee that you'll get the contract because the contract contracts up for renewal in about three months, I think, four months. So we had the right amount of time to set up, and I was going in on it with my mate as well. I brought my mate in to get involved because um, <clears> it was a big job and a big um, big cash input as well. Um, and when it come down to it, we was just like, if we don't get the police contract, we'll be a lot of money oh. in with nothing 
to do with yeah. it. Do you get what I mean? Because you'd have to buy like the big wagons that come and pick them up, the ones that get them off the road and all I've, that. Like I've never even heard of I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, well, neither did I. But I got talking to <clears> this pickup guy who picked me up in my car when my car broke down <laughs> and he was telling me about it. And I'm straight away, my brain's like, How can I make this a business? Yeah, so I took his number, went off and did a little bit of homework and then I come back to him and he was he was obviously up for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just I'm all for taking risks. I take a lot of risks. I'm yeah. very like, just do it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But that was like that was a couple of hundred grand worth of risk. That, oh my god! Yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. would have just been not, not just a bit of nah. uh, cash. And it's not something where I would have gone. All right, well, we'll just deal with this with it. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when we looked into all the um, <clears throat> money side of it for what them guys make, just for picking up for normal business, there's there's nothing in it, or nothing in it to be shared for investors. Do you know what I mean? So we sacked that off. Maybe you'll fuck But me. something else will come up. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Brain's always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it wants, it's onto something, it's onto something else. Yeah. It's something, something else will come up and it'll yeah. probably pay off. But I don't know if I can do a third one, but I'm still going to try. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was happening. Um, obviously, I kept all that bit under my hat, like, because I don't like to talk about stuff unless it comes off. Yeah. But I mean, it didn't come off, but I'm telling you in, in hindsight now. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was what was going on the other month whilst all the British stuff was oh, going gosh. on as well. <laughs> Yeah, just that, what you need. Yeah, that was going on while all the British season stuff was going on. <clears throat> so, yeah, fun though. Fun, but... Yeah, that's that. I have no recovery business. So if you need to pick it up, <laughs> if you break down, don't ask me. I'll get the number of the guy. <laughs> Everything going off in your life. So that's yeah. what's going on. Yeah, that was going on, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to and what I am up to. Obviously, taking on a bundle of new clients for 2024. Yeah. Got some good... Clients competing in 2024 as well. Yeah. Um, early season, that's about to kick off. People's preps and stuff pretty much after Christmas. Couple on prep, as we say. Um, everyone's lined up nicely. So I've got no worries at all about people being ready yep. on time, which is obviously as a prep coach, mm. that's what main, a lot of your focus is spent time on, yeah. making sure everybody's ready on time. Um, yeah, I've got no anxiety with that. I'm good. What's that? Yeah. I've just started prepping my first um, few girls to 2024 as well. Which shows? May. Uh, I've got, yeah, like May. <clears throat> I've got a couple doing the UK GFBA in May. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple doing the PCA natural one in June. I've got a few doing that. And, yeah. they're, and they're, they're waiting to see if one comes out at the end of the year as well, which uh, I, th- I think yeah. they will bring one out at the end of the year. That'll be popular, that. Yeah. I, I think it's really like, cool that they've done that. Yeah, it's sick. And I feel like... yeah. <clears throat> I didn't really, I didn't, I did pick up on it, but I didn't. And I kind of, when they announced it, I thought, oh yeah. Like, I don't think all the natties love the natty feds. Yeah. You know, like. PCA is a great federation Yeah, to and I think for. a lot of the natties like think, oh, I wish I could compete there. Which, yeah. like loads of natties do, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. I've got loads of naturals that win overalls and whatnot yeah. at the PCA. So it's not like natties can't do it. But not all of them can. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I feel like. As soon as that got put out, I just seen all the natty names just like bop, 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 yeah, bop, bop, so on the comments. Cool. And I was like, oh, wow. So that, that's going to end up a big thing, that, because yeah. like the natty feds are all right in that, but like they're a bit <clears throat> old school, I think, in some of the way the shows are run and like things like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think, well, or unless it's just more option, more option for them to do, I suppose, yeah. and take part in a good show. Yeah, because um, the PCA shows good. are really good, aren't they? They're the like, best ones, aren't they? Like, let's be honest. They're like fun shows. Yeah. Best, best shows. Best ran out of any of the shows. Best photography, which is a big thing. And you get a sword. And you get a sword if you win all the a big stuff sword. as well, yeah. Yeah, a gold sword. <laughs> what, all the different types of swords you've got, Leah. Will still fuming because he's only got one sword. Yeah, it's a gold one, though. Two. <laughs> it's a gold one, yeah. What qualified, excuse me, what qualified did he do? Who? Will. 
Uh, oh, he did the week before British, didn't he? Yeah, but he didn't. Did he win that? No, he didn't win that. Oh yeah, he come second, didn't yeah, he? So yeah, he to, Ma- to Marcel, won it? Was yeah. it Marcel? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Marcel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've got, I've got. Um, oh god, did you see my, my head keeps twitching? Did you see that? I didn't. See my it. head keeps doing right. I've got a really <laughs> sorry. This is diverging off topic. I've got a really tight trap here, and I keep when I train. You know, when you train and you oh, get that thing where you get like, really, dick, 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 dick. really bad like pain in your head. Yeah, I yeah. think it's like a pressure point. And I keep getting a really bad pain in the back of my head here when I push hard, like on my last few reps. Oh, and now my that. head keeps twitching like this. So I'm like, sat here like this. <laughs> I didn't notice, no. I just thought it was off your meds. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Okay. I, maybe it's just me that noticed that. Um, I've got four. I think I've got two. I've not got loads next year. I think I've got two at the start and two at the end. But then mm. I've got nine in 2025 now. Nine in twenty twenty. Which I feel like is I'm really happy with that. Yeah, so, so say far. that again. So you got two at the beginning. Yeah, two at the end. And two at the end. So you've got four next year. I think year. I've got four next year so far. You'll have some join you early in the year. Four or five. And then you'll end up with like ten <clears> at the end of the year. That's what'll yeah. happen. I <laughs> hope so. And then yeah. I've got like nine, I think it's nine or ten for twenty twenty five now. Have you really? Yeah. I seem to have a lot for twenty twenty five as well, like yeah. land up. I feel like a lot that have come off the back of this back end of this season. I'm like saying to everyone, 2025, 2025 in, in the conversations. And I'm thinking in my head, that's a lot of people that seem to be doing that beginning of that 2025 season. You, know you can have your work out. Yeah. I know. I like working out. Don't, tip to any prep coach that's got quite a few clients competing. Don't ever work out how many they are because you frighten yourself to death. <laughs> Wait and then see. I've got a few clients now who are like joined me like as lifestyle clients or we went through like a fat loss phase or whatever. And then when they've like got into it, we're like, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you look, you could you could go into competing, and then they've kind of want like transitioned going into it. That's pretty cool to be fair, because you can see yeah. what the physiques are like before you actually commit to them competing. Yeah, because they've not got great shape. It's probably not a lot point of them competing, yeah. is there? But if they've yeah. got great shape and you're seeing that on mini cuts, yeah, then it's worth like you got like, you're like a talent recruitment business, aren't you? you? I know. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm getting everyone together. No, but it's so cool. You know, when you get someone <clears throat> and they're like, they just look like. In a nice way, they they're not like in shape. Yeah, yeah. And they diet down, and then they're just there, and you're, you're like, like, oh my god, like yeah, where did yeah, that yeah, come yeah. from? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's so cool, I love isn't that. it? It's the best thing ever. Yeah, I used to get yeah. me all the time. Still gets me sometimes. Now I think, whoa, where did that come from? Yeah, yeah. That's the so best. I'm excited for that because that means next year, <clears throat> obviously in off season, not got to diet, not got to do all the cardio and stuff, and it means yeah. I can just really focus, focus on, on that. that and like getting it grow it more for like going into 2025 so i'm really excited for that yeah yeah that and a big sick. off season yes and a big off season for you yeah so we sat on your check-ins like this oh god like, oh. <laughs> can't see can't see my laptop <laughs> because i've got because my face has got too crumbs up crumbs all over your laptop <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. what do you mean you're hungry take it <laughs> oh god yes yeah, so that'll be fun and gonna gonna try and get all the way through 2024 without dieting yeah, let's do it. Yeah, because, yeah, 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 we've got a plan anyway. What do you mean let's try and do it? That's the plan. We've got a plan written down. You'll be all right. We'll get you nice and thick. Oh, End yeah, of 2024. Get some good size on. And then um, we'll just do it in two blocks across 25. Yeah, doing a big prep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a, call it a big prep, I suppose, but it's like two preps, isn't it? Pre-prep. Yeah, like it's a like pre- a natty prep, really. A pre-prep phase before the actual prep. Yeah, we'll just get you down to a good point and then let you sit there for ages before we go again. That's what I think. Yeah, so that's the plan of action. I think that's the best for your physique, in my opinion. That's the plan of action, which I'm excited for. And then loads of, I've got loads of travelling stuff next year as well, which I'm quite looking forward to. Mm-hmm. You're off to Thailand? I'm going to Thailand for 
I'm going, well, we're going to do Thailand and Vietnam. And then when you look into it, I did not realize how big Thailand and Vietnam are. Yeah, I think the big place is like. Yeah. Like you get, you get, it's all trees. It's all trees and monkeys. You get like a train somewhere and it's like 14 hours to get to a different part of Thailand. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. So we're going there for three and a half weeks and then we're going to, we're going to Iceland for Will's 30th for a weekend. Going to what? Iceland. Oh, for Will's 30th. Yeah. I thought you said Thor's 30th. I was like, what? My other boyfriend. You know Thor. Thor. <laughs> um, yeah, buzzing. What month's that? Well, his birthday's on New Year's Day. Oh, we're right. going in March. Are oh, you going in March? You'll only be, you won't be back long then. You'll be going no, straight to Iceland. God. That's only a weekend this. So oh, is right. it? Yeah. yeah. And then we've got Ibiza in summer. Oh, get the raving on. I'm get the raving on. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. So she um, won't be dieting for 2024, but she'll come back ripped from Ibiza. Oh God, yeah. I'm going to be going to. I'm going to be going to Ibiza in full off-season mode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the plan, basically. Get get massive. Um, oh, this is a good question. Oh, what were well, the other ones? Not good questions. That the other one were good statements. Whoever asked that, she thinks your question was bad. <laughs> what is what is? Sorry, no, wait. Let me rephrase. <laughs> what is good genetics for a PCA bikini girl, a figure girl, and a hybrid? What is good genetics? I always have trouble explaining these in words. You know, like, you know what it is when you're looking at it. You can look at someone. Yeah, I can just look at stuff and be like, like "Yep." Yeah, I know bam. what's what, and I know what to do. But then, but when how sometimes, do you explain it? Yeah, then sometimes somebody asks things. I think because well, they are. <laughs> they just look good, and that's that. <laughs> look good, can't you see it? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, well, figure. Obviously, you want more taper, don't you? So, you want good sweeping quads. You want small waist, good taper, big capped round delts, um, good wide back with some density in it. And nice shape. Now, how you, how you determine nice shape in words? You tell me, Leo. I don't know. You're, you're smarter than me. But, good good X-frame. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, I suppose that was in the explanation itself, wasn't it? But, like, just everything's just nice and round. And it just looks pleasing to the eye. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't look too scraggy. Um, then bikini. I suppose for PCA is a similar sort of thing, really. I mean, a lot yeah. of the girls have got X-frames anyways because they've got, like, the back's judged, in it? Whereas, like, in yeah. the other ones, IFBB and that, they don't judge the back, do they? I mean, even, covered, bi- even bikini now is, like, a lot of muscle. Yeah. So I guess... I it's guess developed a lot. Yeah, I guess the thing with that is you just need to be... You just need to have a decent amount of muscle and a nice shape. Yeah. Like, so and as long as you... It's just... I always just think if just the poses suit you. You just yeah. stand in the poses, you have a look good or you don't look good. Yeah. That's the class that you want to go in. Yeah. Um, And there's... Plenty of girls who I've had who have been hybrids. There's the term that we've coined for that, or the coin term, coined, coin termed. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the term we've coined for that, definitely. Um, And yeah, it just means basically you look good in both sets of poses. That's all it really is, isn't it? Yeah. But there's some girls that like, I mean, some girls that even got X frames really like, I think Joe would be a good example. My Joe, I don't think Joe Watson. Oh, yeah. I don't think she'd ever suit figure. Do you know what I mean? I don't think she'd look good in them poses. Yeah. Even though she's got a big X frame for bikini. Do you know what I mean? So it just, I mean, I might be wrong. I've not seen her in them poses, but I just don't feel like she would. Um, So it's not always, it's just, just, you just know when they stand there in front of you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes, and as you know, with people like Alex Regan and whatnot last year, when they come and like, they want to do a bikini, want to do a bikini, and then they're doing bikini poses, bikini poses. And then she come to see me in real life, or this has happened a lot on the check-ins as well. Sometimes I'll go, just do a figure pose. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, 
fucking I look good in that, you know. And <laughs> yeah. she's like, oh, I've been thinking that, but I didn't want to say now to you. And I'm like, you should have said, because yeah. we was 11 weeks out and then we changed class. And obviously she did really well in yeah. figure, didn't she? And yeah. she won a bunch of stuff and all the rest of it. And she's, yeah. a, she's a good figure girl, do you know what Yeah, I mean? she looks really good. Um, but she wanted to do train bikini originally. Oh, really? That's what she originally wanted to do, yeah. And I said, I don't know if we'll quite make train, but we'll we'll make normal bikini, don't we? We'll see what you like when yeah. you come down. You don't know until people come down. Yeah, I saw her in one of the NFM shows, actually, um, yeah. in, in real life. Yeah, she won there, <laughs> didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she won there. Um but yeah, it's just when they stand in front, like, so that's, I mean, I suppose all same genetics, but then just what you look like in the poses. Yeah. Really. Um, just get into some poses. Man. Do you think genetics plays like a big role in bodybuilding? Like we were saying this the other day, weren't we? Like not everyone can, not, not everyone can like, even do a show. Yeah. Not even everyone can do a show. Never mind do well in a show. Yeah. Like you've had, like, like I said to you the other day, like when we was chatting, um, like, not everyone can just play basketball. Not everyone yeah. can throw, like, the basket in the hopes. Or but, like, or not everyone can run fast or even run at all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but then everyone assumes that everybody can do bodybuilding. Yeah. It's a bit mental, really, because, yeah, like, yeah. you've got to be able to get down to the right amounts of fat. You've got to be able to have the right mental capabilities to do it because it's not an easy thing to do. You've got to be able to have the capability to train hard, grow muscle, like, all these things. And they, obviously there's a lot of people competing, but it doesn't mean to say every single person can do it. And I've I've had them clients. Do you know what I mean? I, I have had them clients where I've had to say like, I don't. It's not for you, like. Yeah, and I guess like genetically as well, some people's bodies just find it really hard to get that lean and to yeah. and to like or some, to grow any muscle. Yeah, some yeah. Folk, poor girls. I've had them in the past where they've been like, they've been women like, and they, oh, they've been doing it for like four, five, six years, and they still barely yeah. got any muscle yeah. at all. Like, and it's like then you'll have somebody come along who's like a lat, then six months later. They're like they're on stage, do you yeah. know what I mean? And they've just gone boom, like exploded yeah. in front of my eyes. I've had plenty of them clients as well. And I'm like, I think um one of my clients, Sammy, was not that she was like a lap, but uh, Sammy, um, a bikini girl who'd done this year, won the Midlands show. She started with me, I think, in January this year. And I said, Yeah, we'll be doing mid to end of 24. Yeah. She's like, Yeah, sound. Then six weeks later, I was like, You, you can compete this year if you want. <laughs> she just went boom just and, and she was still ripped. Yeah. She was still ripped. And I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, where that come? Like you don't you don't know what's gonna happen until you start yeah. coaching someone always. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess some people like genetically are just like yeah. made for it, aren't yeah. they? You can't always tell them like when someone will come and like they stand there in these and then stood to one side like this yeah. and that and like and you're like trying to see like like do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. can't really tell where they're at until they start posing. <clears throat> um so you get a lot of that as well. But yeah, yeah you just like genet- genetics is everything, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And then on top of that, it's how hard you work on top yeah. of that. Because somebody with average genetics can definitely beat someone with great genetics if one's working hard as shit and the other one's lazy as fuck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. if on equal terms, if both are working equally as hard, genetics. Yeah, definitely. But you can still like, even if you even if you maybe not got the best genetics in the world, like you can still, you could still go into it with the goal of like improving. And if you enjoy it, yeah, there's nothing stopping <laughs> you if you enjoy like it. Doing it for yourself hell, yeah. and just yeah, progressing and seeing how far you could get yeah, with it as well. Yeah, shoots and if if you yeah. haven't quite got the point where you can get on stage, then that is what it is. But yeah. I think I don't want I don't know if I want to say the majority, but because I think I'm basing it on my own client base when I'm thinking about this, so I don't I don't want to speak too broadly. But like I think like a good majority of people can get on stage. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, from my experience with the girls that come to me anyways, it's very rare that I get someone that can't do it. But yeah. they're probably already at that point where they know they can do it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd probably be able to give a better insight to that than me because you get all the lifestyle ones, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, not everyone can compete, but you can damn sure always improve yourself, always look better, eat better, train harder. There's always more to give. Yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately it is a, a, sh- a sport of genetics. Yeah, we answered that question right at the start, basically. And then went on a... Well, yeah, we can't just answer them with three words because the podcast will be over <laughs> in five minutes, won't it? <laughs> Someone will go on for a cup of tea and come back and we're finished. What is a good genetic for a PC figure girl? Shoulders next. Yes, shoulders, small waist, big legs next. <laughs> <laughs> Quick fire round. Um, this is a very long question. What's preferable and going to get better results? The client who is very disciplined and can stick to a diet and follow the plan to a T, but does it just to compete off of the gram? Or the client who maybe falls off now and... Again. And then trains oh, is that harder. what I say again? It'll, be, it'll say and falls again. off now and again and then trains harder. But has a genuine love for training and trains hard. I can't remember the start of the question by the time I've got to the end yeah, of the question. Yeah, so it's basically someone who sticks to the plan all the time but trains like a bit of a fanny or someone who falls off the plan now and again but trains like mental. Right, yeah. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Next question, please, Barb. <laughs> That's your answer. <laughs> Next question, please, Bob. Next. Um, he said, "Well, it's all it's genetic. It's kind of a combo, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a combo of everything. Like you want, like you shouldn't, that like shouldn't be a choice. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure that basically the person, right? This is the answer to it. All right, the Go person on. who sticks to the plan hundred percent of the time and trains like a fanny might look all right, but they'd look better if they trained hard as fuck. Yeah. The person who trains hard as fuck and loves training, um but falls off the plan now and again, would look better if they stuck to the plan all the time. And yeah. that's the end of that. You can't really say much more about that, can you? <laughs> no, unless they're saying like, <clears throat> I don't know what they're saying, to be fair. I don't know if it's semi- I think they're I saying... I it's like semi-passive aggressive, to be fair. I think they're probably thinking about someone. I think they're saying, is it better to stick to the nutrition or the training? But you but need a combo both, of both. Both. Because the training, like, the training, like, determines how much you grow, how much, like, the way you look, and obviously all the yeah. rest of it, and so does the nutrition. So, like, you need both of them, you know what I mean? What's yeah, that? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I'm just getting laughed at this next question. If if DW retired, which coach, which coach would you choose? Why do people always ask this? <laughs> people are nosy. Yeah, why do they always ask that? They always used to do that on people's questionnaires and that, and they'd send me it, and I'm like, I'm not posting that. I'm like... <laughs> It's such a bizarre thing. It's like saying, like, um, I don't know. I can't even think of a comparison. You're not going to re- you're not going to retire anyway. By the time I've done competing, so it's all right. No, we've probably got. I've probably got a little bit more time left <clears> in the game than you. I've got a good four. <laughs> I've got a good four years before I start downsizing. What from what I'm doing? I've said it. I've said yeah. like as soon as I hit forty, I'll start pulling back a little How bit. How old are you now? Thirty-seven. Oh, another three years. Yeah, probably be forty-one though. So I've I've set four years in my head yeah. from this year. So I've said, yeah. I've said kind of like 41, I'll start pulling back a little bit. Yeah. Because so like as easy as online coaching can look, and I think it is if you're not in the competitive scene heavily, like I think it's fairly chilled. Obviously, as you know, it can be stressful because like you're always trying to get new clients and you've got to think of content, blah, blah, blah. And like all these things, like what we would probably yeah. both, would call them first world problems. Yeah, like but this. like any job has the stress attached to yeah. it in some way, Yeah, do you know what I mean? It? Like it's, that's just running a business. Like yeah. that's just normal stress. But being under the gun with competitors year round and lots of competitors. It's like next level. Yeah, it's high, it's high stress. Like, <clears throat> and I don't, I don't feel stress. I'm not someone who like reacts to stress mentally. Does that make sense? So I never like thinking, 
oh, fuck, well, blah, 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 or panic or anything like that, because I don't think you could do my job if you panicked, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You just make stupid decisions and yeah. all the rest of it. So I don't like panic or particularly get anxiety or like feel like everything's overly stressful, but that doesn't mean to say that subconsciously it's not taking yeah. its toll. And then like I explained to you at the end of this, like by the end of the season, like you just feel like you've been fucking battered yeah. to death, like because it's mm. just constant, there's constant pressure, constant people to make, yeah. like getting every single person like to look exactly how they yeah. want to look and that daily pressure of doing that, that has a toll. Do you know what I mean? And you can't take your foot off the gas for you like weeks and months. You can't take your foot off the gas. Months, you, can't just, so. you can't just like have a day off. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think I said to you before, I was up at half past five every day doing daily check-ins for like three months yeah. straight. You can't just think, oh, I'll sleep in today. Come on. <laughs> I'll, just I'll just have just, a lie in I'll today. just have a day off my phone or I'll just answer them tomorrow. You can't do yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's that getting everything right and being permanently available and traveling to the shows the stress of the shows of people getting what they want, they want to win, they're like people upset when they don't win, people like people are competing against each other and one of them's upset and one of them's like, yeah. there's all this stuff like, like, and it's, I'm not, I'm not like thinking like moaning about anything like that because it's part of the game, but like that has a, stre- a subconscious stress on you. Yeah. And like, I don't want to be under that pedal for yeah. a, a lot of years. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, you don't want to be doing that like into your fifties ex- or anything. No, do no, because it's you're probably going to damage you. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's it's quite a lot. You don't realize how stressed you are until it stops. Yeah. And then I come out and I was like, "Fucking hell!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I guess you're so like adrenaline. Uh, yeah, you're, you're so like hyped up the whole time, yeah. and then you stop, and your body's like, Meh. "Yeah." I just wake <laughs> up. I just and I'm out of bed. Boom! Right, was bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Right, and, it's, and the other thing is like. When you say you're working seven days a week, it's not like, you don't like wake up in the morning, go downstairs, brush your teeth, play with the dog for a bit, have a look in the garden, chill, go for a walk. Like then through that part of the season, I wake up and then I'm on my I'm on my phone. Yeah. It's instant. As soon as I've opened my eyes, I've got all the shit out of my eyes and then I'm like pop, 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 straight yeah. away like that from the minute I wake up. And that's every single day. Yeah. And that does take its toll. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be doing that in five no, years time. Definitely not. So that's a... That's one answer to that. So yeah, we're all good basically because we're good for four years. We'll be sound. I'm, I don't think I'll be competing in after four years. So. No, and if I'm not in an asylum, I'll be I'll be alright until then. <laughs> so we're all good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> question for Dan. Mm. I keep answering all your questions anyway. <laughs> I know. God, I'm joking. Um, when judging, what on stage jumps out as someone who you can see turning pro? better than everybody else <laughs> they look the best do <laughs> you just you just know well with the guys it's more obvious yeah so you have a guy walk out and you're like holy fuck like and you get some of them now and again where you just know do you know what i mean mm. people like one that really stands out from years ago as well i think we're talking like probably 2017 maybe maybe 16 dean white yeah and he walked out of the junior and i was just oh, fucking and i was still bodybuilding at the time and i thought why does he look like that and he's like 21 or whatever, yeah. whatever he was do you know what i mean and i've been bodybuilding for like 15 years and i still don't look as good as that <laughs> that and that's how frustrating it is do you know what i mean um and you just think fucking hell there's been a few that i've gone through there I was another kid um oh mark in that goes out with Kerry Sexton. Mark Hector. Yeah, Mark Hector. Yeah, he, he was is another sick. one. He's he just like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, so yeah, that 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 straight away, you know, just from that reaction, that that you know when they're gonna be a pro. It's not anything in particular, is it? It's not like a certain thing that jumps out. It's just, just when they walk out overall, they just look just really, really good. Fucking good. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and you can see that in somebody right from I've seen people in the gym, do you know what I mean? And I've been like, the little kid from all, I forget his name, but he's won loads of stuff this year. He's like a natty. Um, I think his name's like Hatt- Hattersley or something like that. Um, that's his last name, that's his first name. 
And I, I'd seen him in the gym like the year before I started competing. And when I was with my mate and we was like, mate, you need to compete. You need to go yeah. compete. Do you know what I mean? I think that's when he was looking at getting into it. And he just won every single thing he's entered this right, year. Yeah. Men's physique, I think it was that he's done. <clears throat> Um, you just sit, you sit, when, when someone just walks by you in the gym and you know, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You don't even need to know what you're talking about in bodybuilding to be able to see that. It's just an instant like, whoa. Someone just looks like they've got a nice shape and they just yeah. look really impressive. And that's the standout kind of guys. Obviously <clears> you get some people that can push hard and like, I mean, suppose somebody a bit like myself that didn't probably have the best genetics in the world, but I got very big, I got very hard and I was able to get like pro cards in like PCA and NAB yeah. and what have you, do you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. There's plenty of them kind of guys around. Girls-wise, you can often see it, but it depends. Because if they're not in shape, you can't see it as much. Yeah. I've had a bundle that like have been placing thirds, fourths, sixths, and I've seen them competing over a few years and been thinking, please just inbox me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then they have, and then the next thing. They win- level up. Yeah, they're leveling up and they're winning yeah. everything and they've won the Britishes and all the rest yeah, yeah. of it. Like I've had a good I've had a good few of them, like, but because I can see it's there, they're just yeah. not. Not utilising it. Yeah, they're not where they're meant to be. Do you think there's there's quite a lot in girls though where it's like they don't they they just look like pretty normal and then they diet down and it's like appears out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with guys, I feel like because they tend to Yeah, they just you can just see it more quite in their offices. Yeah, and they can hit the things and that. But like the girls, like if they're not presenting themselves properly, they can't see what's going on because they need the posing sorting. They've got imbalances, they need sorting. If they're not in condition, if they're not in the right kind of um position for the criteria within the criteria there's a lot more yeah in a, in a way there's a lot more different factors to take into account when prepping them to get them in the right place for where yeah. they want to be oh i want to i want to you want to what i want a good question <laughs> oh, this she is, said that got... question wasn't good as well <laughs> no that was fine i've got a statement <laughs> <laughs> not a cue just a comment um there was nothing you could have done better to change the outcome at the world. The standard was high and pretty much the entire lineup had A plus genetics. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um wait, this is a good one. Your death ray meal, starter main and dessert plus a drink. Let me get my prep list up. <laughs> I've been ripped for this in the past. Because the last time I got asked that one it was just Margarita. I do love a good margarita. I love a margarita. What's wrong with liking margarita? You don't have to be a fancy food. No. (laughs) This is how I defended myself last time. So death row meal, what? Starter main and dessert plus a drink. I know what my drink is. So starter for me is nachos with all the... All the um, good toppings. All the good toppings, apart from the jalapenos, because fuck that. I'm not made for that. Do not like I'm not made for that life, no. Will thinks tomato ketchup is spicy, so (laughs) you've got on well. (laughs) At a meal. It's got a bit of a bend to it. I know what he means. Too much vinegar. <laughs> um, what's your starter? My starter would be calamari and ali ali ali. <laughs> ali what? Calamari? Ali, what's ali that? Oli. Squid in it. Oh god! Yeah, it's like battered, like yeah, battered yeah, yeah, yeah. First time oh, I god, tried I that it. was so on nice. when we was in Spain. It's so good. Yeah, Rob was eating it. Rob yeah. LRF. He was like, "What's some of that?" I was like, "Was it onion rings?" <laughs> Like, no, daft bastard. It does look like onion rings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and, got, like and the garlic rings. dip. Yeah, I just eating it cold off his plate. So calamari and what? And alioli. The garlic dip. Oh, is that what it's called? Right, okay. Main. I'm still going to go pizza. Margarita pizza. Mm, ham and mushrooms. Not bad. With a domino sauce. Oh, yeah, that is 10 out of 10. I ain't had dominoes for ages. Neither have I. Just expensive, man. Just started getting robbed. You can get the ones in Morrison's for like five quid that are just as nice. <laughs> you're paying like 30 quid for a pizza and I'm thinking, you're just robbing me here. 
I know so, what you mean. So I gave in. Does that mean I'm getting old? Maybe. Doesn't it? I'm like, I don't care about paying for no pizza when I'm young. You get to like late fairs, I'm like, I'm not paying that for a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it is extortionate. Yeah. I agree. But the cookies are 10 out of 10 as well. The Domino's cookies. Yeah, they're all right out there, yeah. I don't know about a 10 out of 10. Seven? I love cookies. <laughs> I love food, let's Just be honest. Just glaring at me like, I disagree. <laughs> what about your dessert? What would you have for dessert? I don't really eat desserts. Um, probably just like good fudge cake, a bit of fudge cake, something like that. Drink. Don't know. You know what I would have for my drink? A Five Guys Biscoff milkshake. Ah, I didn't think of milkshakes. Still can't think of none. <laughs> Absolutely love <laughs> Pepsi them. Pepsi Max, mango. With, with bacon bits in. Right. Bacon? What, in yeah. your shake? Yeah. What? No, have you had that from Five Guys before? I don't. We don't have Five Guys. Oh, I love Five Guys. I've been. Unless they've put one there recently and all. I don't think they have, though. But um, we've never had one, so it's not something you get to do very much. I would have a Biscoff shake with bacon bits in as my dessert. As my drink, sorry. Really? Andy dessert? All no, not one. as my... I would have a separate dessert. Banana bread. Banana bread is on... <laughs> banana bread is one of the options. Um, I would have um, Biscoff cookie dough. You yeah. know when you go to like a little dessert shop and you, um, well, you said you don't really eat dessert, but you go to the dessert shop and you can get like the half-baked cookie dough with like the top, all the toppings yeah, on Yeah, I know what you Like mean. the skillets. I'll tell you what I do like, what I ain't had for actually for years, that um, Ben and Jerry's fish food. Mm. I feel like it's a very, I feel like I'm picking very common choices. Yeah. I'm not very cultured, am I, with food? Just like burgers and that and pizzas and that. And... Standard bodybuilding food. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> for my main, I would have, um, oh God, that's hard. No, I would have um, lasagna. Yeah, lasagna. I love lasagna. Good. Pretty much like lasagna. Yeah. I feel like we've been going on for ages. Um, I've we're still good. got a few questions left. Should we just rinse through these, do you think? Yeah, I think we're good. We've got, we've got an hour and a half till the boots is out of the studio. What part of prep and competing do you enjoy the most? Part of prep and competing do you enjoy the most? Me? You go. I enjoy, I, I love the show day. Yeah, this is where we're different. Yeah. I do love the prep as well, <laughs> yeah. but I, I really, really enjoy the show day. You know, just like being on stage and like, yeah. oh, I just I just enjoy it. Although I feel like the last one, the British, I feel like that I really, really enjoyed that because I feel like I just I just felt really chilled by the time I got on stage. I feel like at the universe, I had a... Yeah, I was yeah. like, re- I was so nervous because I was like going into athletic for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, because they had the pump up area, and that's the first time I've been like backstage or mm. and been able to see who's on stage. Normally, yeah, yeah, like yeah, hidden away, that, aren't you? Yeah. And I was stood there, and I was like, oh my god, everyone looks amazing. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The British is good though. You can pump up there. You can yeah, see, I could see you there. It's just it's a good setup. Them good setups. Them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good days as well. I sound so bodybuilder in here, but I just, I do just love the whole thing of like, you know, when you like go in your off season and you get strong and like yeah, your training's yeah, yeah. good. And like, I love like a routine. So, yeah. you know, just like getting up and having your little day to day routine. Yeah, it's good. It's good for you. It's, I just, it's, it's quite hard when you stop. I feel like I couldn't just go to, like, I feel like if I stopped bodybuilding, I would still do all the bodybuilder things like yeah. take my food and take my supplements in the morning and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's a weird, it's weird when you stop because you're like, there's no point to it, so then it yeah. becomes a bit strange. You know yeah. Will was Will was getting ready to go to London yesterday because he's working in London, um, and he was like getting all his supplements ready, and he puts them in like you know like sandwich bags. So yeah, he puts yeah. his supplements in sandwich bags, and he's like, I just can't stop doing it, and he's like spooning his supplements into his sandwich bag. <laughs> yeah, still bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah, so it is cool though when you you know when you 
when you get towards the end of a prep, like maybe the last third, mm. and you start really seeing yourself get lean, and you're like, oh my god, yeah, I, look, yeah, I look so cool, and you like, like talking, yeah. yeah, and you start to see everything popping through, yeah. Because yeah. you've, you've worked so hard for so long. And you know the first half of prep, you can't really see. <laughs> no. It's just... Then you go through yeah. the mushy bit in the middle where yeah. you like, feel small, but you're not lean yet. Yeah, and you're, and you're like, like, shit, I ain't got muscle. any muscle. <laughs> <laughs> then some stuff starts popping out. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I'm all right. That I'm bit's right. cool, isn't it? Yeah, when you get to like six weeks out, whatever, and everything's really starting to pop. Yeah. Yeah. I just love it all. Yeah. <laughs> I liked all of it, apart from peak week and show day. I could have just put them in the <laughs> yeah, bin. Yeah, I remember you saying that before. I could have just put them in the bin. Fucking, once it all stops, I'm like, this is boring i just want to stop now <laughs> i put it in the bin show day fucking asshole getting tanned with a sock on and uh, yeah just won't <laughs> just not for me i didn't really mind i suppose the actual the bit that yeah. you go on stage that was kind of it's, it's everything around that that was just yeah. asshole. traveling hotels yeah, yeah when i've been so locked into a routine it's probably part of probably what's wrong with my brain to be honest we get so locked into a routine like traveling to another city yeah. or another country to go to a hotel was just like fucking blow my head yeah. you know what I mean because it like blows your daily routine off a bit yeah and yeah. I just think I don't know shit I've been locked in for that routine for that long I don't even know how to function outside <laughs> of it <laughs> oh god um, yeah that's that one I think if you're um, if you don't really like doing the whole thing that you're probably not in the right no sport. if you no definitely not it's alright to dislike little parts of it like peak peak off season where you can't does bear, anyone like bear. that bit I don't think anyone likes that bit. That's the thing with bodybuilding. You're either pushing to one extreme or the yeah, other. There's only yeah. a little bit in the middle, which is actually like fairly comfortable, yeah. which is like when you first start dieting for about six weeks, it's yeah. very comfortable, in it? It's not yeah. difficult. Your hunger's in a nice place. You're a bit lighter. lighter. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably I the think, only comfortable I bit. I think that actually really helps with thinking about bodybuilding like that though, because you get into it because you're like, oh, I'm building muscle. I'm not dieting. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna look really good. And like, it's, it's obviously based on what you look like, isn't it? Mm. So you kind of think, oh, like that's good. I'll, I'll kind of look really good and I'll feel really good. But <laughs> when no you actually think about it, it's such an extreme sport. So <laughs> yeah. you're either a bit chunky and like eating loads of food yeah. and feel a bit like meh, or you're really hungry and you're tired and you like yeah, pushing. Dr- so it's it. yeah. So there's only one little bit in the middle. That's all yeah. Right. Yeah. It is. It's, it's like thinking about it. It's like an extreme sport, isn't it? At the end of the day. Yeah, it's pretty extreme on your body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How many girls do you both have competed next year? I've already said this earlier. I've already said. I don't count. Dan doesn't know. I've got four <laughs> next year and nine the year after. I'm counting mine because I'm still in that excited phase where it's like starting to build up a yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't, I don't look. Maybe I'll get to your level one day. <laughs> All, I, do, I do pay attention because I don't want too many um, competing within the same time frame if i can help it i mean obviously you can never really avoid that like the universe and the british but like the qualifiers and stuff but i've it's took me a few years to figure out a point of how many clients that i have and i don't go over that so i'd like cap myself at a certain amount of clients and that always lands me around about the same amount of people around the qualifiers and the shows unless you get a freak year i suppose where loads of people decide they want to compete not in the off season but so i kind of know where my numbers are to where they sit to what's comfortable to what i can manage and all the rest of it do you know what I mean? So I joke and say I don't count, but I've got kind of like you got a mental. I've got it, it clocked of like who's doing what. So you don't you know end what up mean? with two hundred and fifty clients competing. <laughs> exactly. In the same yeah, year. I know. We've all we've all been at that point where we took on too many clients and then had to kind of knew where the limit was yeah. and then start coming back. Which yeah. I hit man uh, a couple of years ago and I was like, and this went when I was competing. This is just general overall clients. I was like, this is too much. Yeah. And then I had to start bringing it back again. I feel like everyone because I've even had. I mean, obviously, I'm not. I've, I've not got as many clients as you, but um, 
I hit a point even with my kitchen where I was like, for me, this is like too much because everyone has like their own yeah. their own point. Like some coaches can work with a lot more. Clients. It's just how you manage how you manage yeah. your days and what how your days are set up and all the rest mm. of it. But like you don't know till you hit it. No. And people always used to say this and that and that and all that, and I used to think, well, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right. Yeah. And then one week I was just like, I am not all right. Yeah. I had to I had to like yeah get rid of a few and then just like kind of let it drop back a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I just, now I know where my number is and I just sit around yeah. that number. I'll just let it yeah. sit around that number. Yeah. How do you know if your body fat is too high to bulk? Well, you'll see it I, in the mirror. <laughs> but I suppose I, if yeah. you don't know what, it's a good question, I suppose, if you don't know what you're looking for. I guess with that, like if you, if you start in like an off season or a bulk or whatever, and you're already carrying a lot of body fat, obviously you're only going to get, you're not yeah. going to get leaner, are you? No. So it depends like... It depends. This is another one where we'll go back to the same things. I think it was the genetics question where it's like, I know, but I find it actually difficult to put into words. Because yeah. if someone's standing in front of me, I'll go, yeah, you're too fat, you need to take a bit off. But yeah, like, yeah, to put yeah. it into actual words. Because it's, uh, so, it's such a, what's the word? It's like subjective, isn't it? As to like what's too high, yeah, what's too high body fat. To, to what person as well, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I suppose knowing where your stage weight or your leanish weight is could be a good indicator. Because you don't want to go too many. You've got to think of how much you've got to come back through to get to that, I suppose. Yeah. So if you know your stage weight's 130 pounds or whatever, I'm going to call it kilos, whatever it is, just call it 60 kilos. If you know your stage weight's 60 kilos, you know you don't really want to be pushing up to like 90, 95 kilos, really, because that's a long way to come back yeah. down to fan somewhere near about where your stage weight <laughs> is going to be. So if you know roughly where about your stage weight is, I suppose if you could try and stay within 20 kilos at the maximum and then just bounce within inside yeah. that and you're looking to start prep maybe again person dependent what like 12 13 kilos is a good place to start prep like above as a maximum really don't really want to be going through 20 kilos in a 20 week yeah, prep it's a lot to lose that so, is, yeah it's it? a lot of pressure to get yeah. through as well you know what i mean like you can lose over a kilo a week but you can't rush you can't you can't just rush body fat off so some yeah. people will lose over a kilo a week and that's just person dependent on how they react to the preps and obviously the off-season they've had and everything that's led up to it, but you don't want to be putting yourself under that kind of pressure. Yeah. So yeah. if you're doing a 20-week prep, <clears throat> if you've got between 11 and 13 kilos roughly to come off, um, that's probably a good place to be. So then if you're pushing through your off-season, I suppose you could look at it like, well, I'm around about 12 or 13 kilos above stage weight from where I was last time. I can probably spend the next, <clears throat> I don't know, X amount of months working my way up through this eight kilo, or for example, until you get to that point and then just rinse it back down. I mean, I don't necessarily like to use body weights, but yeah. it's more the look. But then sometimes you carry more than you realise as well. Yeah, So yeah. it's good to definitely keep that in mind. Yeah. That's something I used to make the mistake of when I was younger, actually, with people. I just used to go off look. And then a few times I got caught off guard with how much people had to right. bring off. yeah. And then it's a massive stint you've got to run. Yeah, or you really rush in because you've misgaged yeah. it. And these these are the mistakes that you make as a younger coach that you can get caught off guard with, if, especially like me. I had no one to ask. Do you know what I mean? I was just yeah. doing it on myself. It's a lot. I think it's a lot easier nowadays because a lot mm. more online, there's a lot more mentors, a lot more information. When I was at that point, there was... Yeah, just, it's just kind of trying. Yeah, you're just trying to. Trying I was trying to figure it out because nobody was really telling you nothing. Yeah. There's no information on it anyway. You're just figuring it out yourself a lot yeah. of the time. So that one thing I figured out was that take take the body weight into consideration as, as well as the look, um, and just don't get too bring too leave too much fat to bring off in one stretch. Yeah, yeah. I guess if someone's not prepped, if someone's not prepped before, and they're like, do I do I bulk or do I? Quite? Yeah. I guess that's more so just based on like 
if you've got someone, I guess, that's like not got a very good appetite, you know, and everything like that, they're already carrying a lot of body fat. Yeah. Diet probably want to pull back a bit and then you can, yeah. then you get can down, go up. Start seeing some lands. Yeah. Um, and get your appetite in a good place, get everything in a good place. Yeah. And then slowly get your output brought down, your calories steadily bring up and yeah. give yourself a real long run <clears> of growth. Um, let's yeah. just say, should we just say, make sure I don't jiggle. Make sure there's not too much body fat. If you're jiggling, there's too much. <laughs> jump up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the jump up and down test. That's not a thing, by the way. <laughs> and I guess with that as well, um, what I'll sometimes do with, with if I've got clients that like haven't, well, obviously all my clients, most of my clients haven't prepped before, but um, is I will do like, um, just get their structure and their routine sorted first. So like rather than getting mm. a client and going straight into like a building phase or straight into a fat loss phase, you know, yeah. just look at like tightening everything up, getting them yeah. training properly, running through all the form videos. Yeah. getting at, Just like sitting at maintenance. Yeah, basically just, just let that run. Yeah, because normally their body composition will change quite nicely from that. Yeah. And then you've got a good structure and then you can kind of reassess and say, right, like, are you maintaining in a good spot? Like, yeah, that's, I do exactly you... that. And sometimes you might find with a client, like their, the calories that they're maintaining on actually are like pretty low. So you need to go through that building phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, then yeah. you can cut, sort of gauge where the client's at and go from yeah. there a bit more. Like shit, you're, uh, you're eating 1,500 calories and you're, you're holding body weight. Yeah. Like, well, you need to go up for a good yeah. stint. You know and I mean? even some people will be like that. Like they'll be maintained. I've had clients maintain at like 16, 1,700 calories. Yeah. And they're not lean, lean, yeah. lean. And I'm like, right, we need to actually. If I get someone who's brand new and they're like that, and they're not really come from where they've seen, because often clients will come and they've got no baseline whatsoever. Yeah. So I'll just sit them at like 1900, something like that. Yeah. Just, that's that's enough to eat to be comfortable generally. Yeah. But it's also enough to lose a bit of body fat if their body's yeah. in the right position to do it. Do them on that. Put the steps at a reasonable place. Get them training. Obviously, make sure all the food choices go. Still put off plan meals in and stuff like that. And then just lit to just sit yeah. and just see what happens. And then if you do that for a while and they're training hard, yeah, get people usually in a within spot. six weeks, there's like a good body composition shift. Yeah. Um, and they're like, right, okay, we can go up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's that. Yeah. Um, I think. Have you ever had to turn a client away? Mm hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I've just said to yeah, people, I have like, as well. Um, I don't think we'll be a good fit. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you get on a call with some people sometimes, and then they start talking, and you're thinking, "Oh dear, I don't know <laughs> if this is going to be good or not." And then I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and I'll kind of tear them out a bit, and I start asking a few questions and stuff myself, and I'll, I'll just listen sometimes, and then I'll think, "I don't <clears> think it's good for me." So sometimes when I'll get off the call, then I'll like send them a message. I think this. Yeah. I'll either advise a different coach sometimes, or even one of my own coaches if I think they'll be more suited to them. Um. I'll just, I'll just say I think I think there's probably a better coach out there for you yeah, than yeah. me. I don't think I'm going to get the best out here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because every coach has got their own way of doing stuff, haven't they? Like slightly different methods. and Yeah, like, I've, I'll, had, I've yeah. had some mad consult calls, me. Some mad consult calls. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, nine times ten people are, it, well, 9.9 times out of ten it's yeah. all right, in it? But it's very rare that that happens, yeah. but um, have you done it as well? Just with, with people that are maybe like, I've had a few girls that are like, too close post like eating disorder yeah, I knew or I was gonna say that. they yeah. just need a bit more maybe professional time. help or yeah, yeah, yeah a bit more time or something yeah um or some girls that are doing because I've got quite a few girls who are like doing some of them do high rock stuff some of them do running so although this the bodybuilders in there there's also quite a few lifestyle girls who are very a bit more diverse but if I get someone that's like I'll get on some calls and they're on they're doing this like mad 
thing that I don't really know much about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. then I'm like, right, you need to go to someone who's actually yeah, coaching yeah. that a bit more. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, but yeah, mine's mostly like people that are. If sometimes I've got girls and they're really close post eating disorder, or they just need a bit more help, and I'm like, look, you need, yeah, you, you need some, someone more help, professional, yeah. or who specialises in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's smart, because some people, I think, would probably just take the money, wouldn't they? Yeah, defo. They'd be like, yeah, I can help you. <clears throat> how to, how to track your steps but keep them separate from your cardio? Take your watch off. How to what? Track your steps? How to track your steps but keep... You know, when you, you know, like, just when take you... Your watch off. You program that when you're, like, yeah, yeah. as well, when you're, like, uh, cardio excluding steps. Just yeah, take yeah, the, yeah. Take the watch take off. Take your watch off. Nice and easy. Um, <laughs> last one, I think. Um, what advice would you give to your mum or big sister or older female relative as she heads toward, I think that's meant to say heads towards prep? Because I can't literally. Yeah, just, <laughs> I'm thinking, is that me? I said, we are on the middle of in the farmland, to be fair. This studio is out in the sticks, but I didn't know we'd be able to, there might be actually a cow out there. <laughs> If we go outside and there's just loads of cows around my car, I'm going to shit. I was thinking, I'm not eating for a while. Am I going mad? <laughs> mad cow disease. <laughs> I thought it was just me that could hear it. Um, uh, advice. Just let advice me... for older relatives. For... I think it's for any relative. I think basically just saying keeping people safe. Yeah. Um, I'll coach them. <laughs> keep them safe. I'll keep them right. I don't know if it means like as in... Um, how to like educate family in terms of like getting them understanding what you're doing with prep. I think I oh, think that, for, you, for when you're about to start. Yeah, prep. I think I think that's what it means. What advice would you give? Let me to read me? it. Let me see. It's the one on the on that side there. Oh. What advice would you give to your mum, big sister, all the female relatives as she heads? It just says she heads tall. Yeah, I think it means towards prep. Oh, uh, let's see. But I've just made that up, so it might not. Hmm. but i think in terms of you know in terms of explaining it to like um relative and we'll go down that way because i think that's the best one yeah, yeah in terms of relatives i think um just sitting down and having a conversation because i think loads of you know when you're like if you're not in bodybuilding it seems like such a weird thing doesn't it yeah i, mean, I know my mum took a few years yeah to get used to it, and like, like weighing your food and like not being able to have family meals and yeah, like yeah. eating the same meals like if you think it's so normal right towards like eating the same meal every day yeah but then most people when you think about it have like a different family meal every day don't they yeah true yeah so i think like just sitting down and just just being like right this is what i'm doing this is how it works i think that helps a lot just having like a, an actual conversation yeah yeah definitely i think that's probably good advice um yeah, and just tell them all about it. Let them, let them see it. Let them talk about it. Know that you're safe. Because they'll probably just see you getting thinner. Yeah. In clothes, they'll be like, she's getting thinner and thinner yeah. and thinner. And my mum used to go to me, are you sure you're all right? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah. And I'd go see my relatives and be like, oh, Daniel, you look very skinny. Yeah. I'm like, that's not what I want to hear three weeks out. I don't tell I'm skinny. <laughs> yeah, you get like your grandma, don't you? Just yeah. like, oh, you're looking a bit ill. You look a bit... <laughs> You look a bit frail and you poorly. Need something to eat. Yeah. yeah. Then just, ex- just sit down and explain to them the ins and outs of it all. Yeah. It's temporary. Um, mm. You're doing it under a controlled manner. You're doing it with professional advice and all yeah. the rest of it. And they'll still think it's weird. And like, it's natural for a parent to worry about like, if I was watching, if Daphne was older and I was watching her, thinking about it now, it's the first time I've really thought about yeah. it. But like, I'd be thinking, 
I hope she's all right. Like, yeah. especially, but, and that's me knowing about bodybuilding. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I yeah. suppose someone that doesn't know and just watches them getting shredded and being, yeah. like, and being in a bad mood all the time. Yeah. You'd be like, oh. like, what are you doing to yourself? <laughs> are you sure you're okay? Yeah. 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 Cause even my dad's like, oh, you're looking a bit thin now. Yeah. 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 Mad. I haven't, I haven't seen my parents since I've competed. So, um, well, I saw them like a couple of days after. So <laughs> I'm going to look like a different person. Yeah. Go, like, oh, home. you look nice and fat again, Leah. <laughs> like, oh, you fanned up a bit now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Stop using the wrong words. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm fat. Yeah. Should we wrap them questions up? Because that was fairly long. Yeah, that's been a long one. So, yeah, hopefully that was insightful. I feel like we've covered somebody. What? I put it was insightful for somebody. (laughs) Somebody watching this might have took something from that. Hopefully. Um, But yeah, let us know if you want any topics covering. Obviously, like, subscribe. It will. It will be going on Spotify and Apple. Yes, Leah's on with that. I'm sorting it. I'm on it. She's the technology lady. So yeah, it's, I'm just waiting for the link and then that'll be live. So then, yeah, then you can go and listen to it elsewhere. Yeah, elsewhere, apart from in front of your screens. Yeah, you Listen to, to it while you're walking. YouTube. When you listen to it on YouTube and you're out walking, it it keeps turning off. Yeah, because you have you to, to like carry thing, it in yeah. your hand and you can't lock this. I yeah. know, I know, because I put it on the other week when I put one of the episodes on just to see if it was going on thingy all right. Yeah. It just kept going off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that'll be better. Um, so yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed and we'll be back in another two weeks yes which is actually 10 minutes 